What is up, everybody? It's Oscar Barkas here with your boy, Sam McFadden, and not to quote the song or anything, but the boys are back. They're back in town. We are absolutely back, and welcome in to episode 12 of the SOS Fantasy Football Podcast. So, we feel super bad. I know we disappointed just our hundreds of thousands of fans last week. Um, we, I mean, we're devastated. We've been getting a lot of threats. We hear you guys. Don't worry. It won't happen again. We're yeah, back. John Cena actually threatened to come to our house and just kill both of us. So, Which was actually pretty cool of him. Yeah. Nice of him to show his support. Yeah, but John, we hear you. We're, we're back. Um, we're, yeah, like I said, we're, we're really sorry. We had a super busy week last week. Um, it's busy this week too, but we're squeezing y'all in. Happy Halloween. Uh, it's Ooh, Halloween spooky week. Spooky season. Spooky season. Mm. And today we're going to talk about some spooky things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the trade deadline came and passed. Uh, we got some a few trades to talk about. Nothing too exciting. You know though. what? It was a little lackluster. It's just kind of how it had been for a lot, like the whole entirety of the NFL's career up until the last couple of years yeah. where it's been more busy. But, at the, you know, it was just a little disappointing. I think... The big reason for that is a lot of the trades happened earlier. Earlier, people realized pretty early on that they were either going to be good or bad, um, and some people just refuse to believe that they're going to be bad. We'll talk about it though. We, we will. Get into it. We will. We will get into it. Um, but as always, we're going to start with our news. We're going to do a short segment called "Cut Trade Keep." We're going to talk about a few guys from each position who we'd rather cut, trade, or keep, as the name goes. And then our second segment, we're just going to talk through the games that are happening this week. Talk about the fantasy relevant stuff um, and what we're excited about to see from each game. Absolutely. So let's get rolling with our news. A um, few trades that we're going to talk about. First of all, Emmanuel Sanders was traded to the 49ers. Yeah, this is probably the biggest one. I mean, I don't... Fantasy impact-wise. Fantasy impact-wise. Um, I I am sure... I know exactly how I think this affects Manny Sanders. I'm interested to hear your take okay. on Okay, yeah, I'll Ooh. go first. Is he better off now that he's on the San Francisco 49ers? Before I get into that, the trade parameters were Emmanuel Sanders in a fifth-round pick in this year's draft for the 49ers third and fourth round picks this year. Right. So the Broncos got some back some value on a guy whose contract is expiring. Yep. 49ers add a great threat. I mean, one of those underrated but still like a top 10 top 15 talent mm-hmm. in my opinion. Right. Um as far as if it's better or worse. I think it's better for him. For him. Okay. Uh, a few different reasons. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is better than Joe Flacco, which is. Are you? Are you? Can you say that with a hundred percent? No, that's why I. It, that's what's crazy. Yes, you can't say that. You can't. You can't. Um, Cortland Sutton is way better than any other receiving option that the 49ers have besides George Kittle. Sure, sure. Um, and I think that I, I know that Kyle Shanahan is a better offensive coach than whatever the Broncos have. I believe that as well. I think that this is just about as close to a lateral move for Manny Sanders as humanly possible. I, I, I agree. don't think it really affects him. A um, couple things. I mean, you said they have George Kittle, and in my mind, that's kind of the Cortland Sutton 
setting a equivalent target wise. He, they're going to be the number one targets on the yes. that offense. Yeah. George Kittle is. So Manny Sanders is still going to be second. They don't pass a ton in that offense. They run it a ton. They do. The reason that we don't know about Jimmy Garoppolo yet is they really haven't needed him no, at this point. His average depth of target last week was 4.5 yards. Yeah, they don't. They really haven't needed him, and I don't no. think that's going to change for the majority of the season. Um, Emmanuel Sanders had a touchdown last week, but if you if you take away that touchdown, I don't think he had that great a week. No, he had five targets. Yeah, so... But he was getting I, acclimated to the offense. Yeah, I think he is exactly where he was. I think he I think he is a guy you can put into your flex Yeah, on a couple of weeks here I, and there. I'm going to say his I don't floor think is exactly the same. Floor is exactly the same. Absolutely. Um, he's going to get somewhere between five and eight targets. Um, Sounds about right to me. They're all going to be pretty short, but he's an explosive guy, so he can turn anything into a touchdown. Um I'd say his ceiling's a lot higher though. The 49ers are a much better team. They're going to be in the off the in the red zone a lot more and they're running like crazy. So I understand your restraint, but I mean, in real life, this is probably the best move that could happen for Emmanuel Sanders besides going to like the Patriots. Sure, yeah. Um, fantasy-wise, I think you're it's about lateral, but I I don't think his ceiling is that high. Mainly because I don't believe Jimmy Garoppolo is more than just fine. I don't think he's better than that. But you've seen so many just fine quarterbacks have a good or operate a with a great receiver, a great fine fantasy wide receiver. But not too great fantasy. It, that doesn't happen very often. Not too great right. receiver. You're right. Happens. That's what I'm saying. This makes me a little more excited for Emmanuel Sanders than I was before, but I can see your restraint. I think it's about equal. I think if you have Emmanuel Sanders, you can absolutely, you should absolutely capitalize on this trade and trade him. Yeah, yeah. Because people, people. I mean, it's a more exciting team for sure. Yeah. But I don't think it. I don't think it changes his value that much. I still think he's a wide receiver three flex. Yeah, that's where I put him. Okay, that's where I put him. Uh, next wide receiver that was traded was Mohamed Sanu to the Patriots. Um, they traded a second-round pick to the Falcons for him. The Falcons are floundering. The Falcons... Yeah, they're... I don't know, I don't know what they're up to. I don't know what their I'm plan is. I'm surprised Dan Quinn, their head coach, hasn't been fired. I'm surprised they haven't... I mean... I, Matt Ryan looked to be pretty injured. Maybe think about shutting him down. I mean, they're they won one game or two. They won two. Um, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what their plan is. I, I don't either. Because it's hard to rebuild. And, yeah, I don't their know. I don't, does not... Matt Ryan want to go into a rebuild? Does Julio Jones want to go into a rebuild? No. They just they just uh, spent all sorts of draft capital, and they've always done this on their offensive line, and it's. Meh. Not great. It's meh. Devonta Freeman has been meh. Yeah. Not to mention he's getting thrown out of games for throwing punches. Yes. So, I mean, yeah, Falcons are bad. That's not really mm. the point of this talk, though. Mohamed Sanu, is there any impact here? Um, You should have Mohamed Sanu should be owned in most leagues. Oh, for sure. And I think he already was. Yeah. Because he was a great... I mean, he was Yeah, that's well. Yeah, that's why I kind of say it like it's not really that big a deal. I think he was mostly owned in the first place. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think it really changes things for... Uh, I'll say Mohamed Sanu's outlook looks better than it did with the Falcons, I think. I disagree. Um, because Josh Gordon's on IR. That's true. That's true. And they needed a wide receiver. Um, and I don't think Philip Dorsett... Julian Edelman's... This doesn't change him at all. He's yeah. He's been go- going off the last yeah. like five weeks, and he's going to keep doing well. Philip Dorsett is there, and I think he'll be the better receiver to have out of him or Mohamed Sanu. I agree. But I don't think Philip Dorsett's going to be like like he had Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones to overcome. Yeah. And he doesn't have that here. No. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think that this is probably a worse move because for him because Matt Ryan's a better quarterback than Tom Brady. That's true. That's true. And um, I think that... The Patriots are going to stop throwing stop throwing it as much. The closer oh, yeah, we get to playoffs, yeah, I think they're going to start running colder, it more. Um, yeah. And once it gets colder and they play in the snow, um, Tom Brady is a statistically worse quarterback. Right. Um, and the Falcons had to play a lot of keep-up, catch-up, keep-up. That's true. Um, That's true. Their defense was so bad. So I think... I, Mohamed Sanu has been a wide receiver two, wide receiver three mm-hmm. most weeks. I think this moves him down more into the flex. He's going to have a few big weeks. Has he really been that good? Yeah. I mean, he's had a few really, really good weeks. Right. Um, But I think with the Patriots, it's more of a... I don't even want to call him a a lottery ticket guy because he's not a boom bust. He's going to be a consistent target getter, which I don't think is going to be that valuable. He's had... He's played eight games uh and he has three weeks of 10 or more points okay his high being 13 points so he in the rest of his games were below five basically so i think so he's been a wide receiver three yeah and he's the wide receiver 50 on the season okay um, so so I, he hasn't been great already. I I just don't see this being super fantasy relevant. No, I think he can keep that up. Yeah, the five points a game to ten and, points a game. And this yeah. all this does is make the Patriots better. It's not a huge fantasy relevant move, but right, the Patriots just got that much better. Um, the last trade that we're going to talk about, uh, the last offensive player that was traded was Kenyon Drake to the Cardinals. Um, and for a six round pick. I think all this means is Cardinals are not confident in David Johnson and Chase Edmonds returning from injury. Chase Edmonds, who had that explosion last week, Mm -hmm. um, had hamstring issues. Yeah, I think uh, the biggest impact, well, besides that David Johnson is probably less healthy than we think he is, is fire Kenny Drake for the next couple weeks because... Chase Edmonds isn't going to be playing. No, no, he's out. Kenyon Drake is the RB1 on that team, and as you've seen, that's a productive spot to be in. The only so if you thing have is, Drake, they're playing the 49ers. Play him, play him and trade him. Yeah, yeah, but they're playing the 49ers. Then they play the Bucks, which is great. Yeah. And then they play the 49ers again. So trade him after the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I, I think that all this means is the Cardinals were... Des- in desperate need of a running back. Um, 
I don't know that you have to be that worried about David Johnson when he comes back, though. As no, long as he comes no. back healthy. And Kenyon Drake won't be on the Cardinals after this year. No, no, this is, just a, this is just a help Kyler Murray out for the next few weeks. Right, right. Um, all right. Other th- one other bit of uh, trade deadline-ish news. Trent Williams. At, he didn't get traded. First, okay, so we'll walk through the story a little bit. First of all, the Washington Redskins have been getting trade trade calls since all the beginning season, of the season but since before, before the season yeah. about Trent Williams who has been a pro bowl tackle for the last like 8 to 10 years consistent yes. like every single year consistent um, every single year one of the best tackles in football and they refused to tra- they wouldn't even take the call the Texans called the Browns called like crazy the Browns called like, like every crazy. day for the first few weeks of the so season so they refused to trade him the word is that they finally decided that they were okay with trading him about halfway through the day of the trade deadline. Yeah, and the trade deadline is at 4 p.m. Eastern. Right. Um, so, <laughs> like, mind-boggling thought process there. But they don't find a deal before the trade deadline. They don't no. get him traded. No. Trent Williams ends his holdout like an hour later in a weird move. Very strange. I didn't know. I didn't know why he was well, ending it then. He, he has to to be able to start accruing games to not have his contract rollover because he wants to be a right. free agent after this year. Right. Um, then he comes <laughs> this in is today. The best part. This he is comes the best in today. Part. <laughs> he's ended his holdout. He's coming back to play. They do. They put him through his physical. He pops up on the. Uh, on, he uh, did not pass his physical due to discomfort when putting on his helmet. So this is a big screw you guys. I'm not playing. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the biggest. You didn't trade me. I hate you. Yeah, like, don't worry, guys. I'm coming back into play. Just mm. bombshell. So, I like it. it Put I it to it. the Redskins. I love it. Stick it to the Redskins. Redskins are absolutely the worst run franchise in football right now, um, and the league's gonna see some repercussions f- from that after this season. I'm fully in belief of that yeah um and it just makes me really happy as a texans fan that we're not the worst run franchise at the moment (laughs) um but yeah that's that on that it really doesn't have any fantasy impact if he does end up playing i mean better for the redskins running backs but not that i don't think that offense is going to be anything to talk about even with him in there no so no i mean terry mclaurin Phenomenal guy. Yeah. Phenomenal wide receiver. But he's going to have some lackluster stats the rest of the season. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, some guys returning from injury mm-hmm. um, and some other injury news. AJ Green is back doing team drills. Um, he comes in. He's going to step into a huge role. But... The Bengals also just benched Andy Dalton for the rest of the season. Did you just say Adrian Peterson? Did I? I think you said AJ a- Green. AJ Green. <laughs> Green. I like did a double take there. Sorry, AJ Green coming back. Yeah. Yes. Um, I was thinking about the Washington <laughs> offense. Our next guy is a Washington. Right, right, right. AJ Green. Sorry. Weird tangent. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so he's back doing team drills. The guy that's been playing in his place is Auden Tate, and he's been killing it. And he's supposed to have had a lot more fantasy points. We've talked about the uh, expected fantasy points oh, thing yeah. that Mike Clay does. Um, and 
Auden Tate has been severely underperforming, and it's not his fault. It's the Bengals' offense. But A.J. Green's that good that it's not going to matter. He's going to be right. hitting those totals. It's just if Ryan Finley, <clears throat> their guy that they drafted in the sixth round out of NC State, can play competently at quarterback. Yeah, we didn't even mention that Andy Dalton is, has, been, has been bench. Yeah, Auden Tate's been getting... I mean, if you look at his stats, like I think besides one game in the last four, he's had like he's been like five for twelve, you know, uh, on yeah. on receptions and targets. So it's been there. It hasn't been great. The offense hasn't looked good. AJ Green, I think a lot of those throws. Why I'm not as worried is if Ryan Finley Finley throws it up to him, he's gonna catch it. AJ Green, if he's fully healthy now, should if and he's as good as he always has been. Even if he's not as good as he's always has been, I still think he's going to be playing pretty well. Um, I, I'd say... I don't know if they're going to be in the red zone very often. No. No, so <laughs> tamper your expectations. I would say that he's a lower-end wide receiver, too. Yeah, I'd say he's in that range. Which stinks if you've been holding on to him the whole season like I have. He's a lower-end wide receiver, too, but he is a must-play. Oh, 100%. You can't bench no, you him. cannot bench him. So if he is bad, that's it's oh, it'll be a tough situation. It's tough, but I am in full belief of his talent, and I really hope for A.J. Green that he plays well because he's going to walk into some money next season, I believe. He should, yeah. Um, next guy, Darius Geis. Speaking of Redskins running backs, was activated from the IR. Mm-hmm. Um, this team under Bill Callahan has become a run the ball and run the ball only, regardless of how successful or efficient we are. Right. Um, I think this is good news. I think Darius Geis, not that the Redskins offense, like we've talked about, not that it's going to be any good, but if he's seeing 15 to 20 touches a game, yeah, that's a must-start type of uh, I agree with you. Adrian Peterson's been... Gun in his decent. place, and yeah. he's had some good games. Um, what I will say is, I'm not certain that Darius Geis is going to be able to get rid of Adrian Peterson. That's this true, season. and also he has been so injury prone. He just needs to stay healthy. In to be fact, able to prove anything. I'd be willing to put money down that he can't get rid of Adrian Peterson by yeah, the year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Based on Adrian Peterson's been doing well. Yeah. Um. I mean, they're not paying him. There's no reason not to put him out there. Yeah. Um, and that organization doesn't know what they're doing. So, like, I just hope for the sake of things that they're like, we need to see what our young guys can do. But yeah. There's just no. I mean, they tried to do that like game one or two of the season. They sat. They Adrian Peterson wasn't him. even active. Yeah. He was yeah, inactive. Inactive. And Darius guys got hurt and they get screwed over. They didn't have. Yes. So I don't think they'll they'll do that again. Um, yeah, so we'll see with that. Next guy, James Connor. So he suffered a shoulder injury in his AC joint. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been injured every single week. I mean, he cannot. Yeah. He ends every game in the medical tent, not able to finish the game. Mm-hmm. But he's been so good when he's been playing, so you just take it as a James Connor owner. However, these were the words that were tied with him his injury, mm-hmm. that it's non-season ending, right. which does not bode well in my opinion. No, that probably means a couple weeks, a week at least out. Um, and for I that mean, reason... the other thing is that the other thing that came out was that he's expecting to play and he was at practice, wasn't he? Yeah, he. I mean, he's practicing with the uh, red injured right, right. jersey on. Um, 
I, in my opinion, if he's not already owned, Jalen Samuels needs to be number one waiver wire priority because if he's playing, he will be uh, RB top top ten RB this week. Um, yeah, yeah. This um, this scares me as a James Conner owner. I think he will miss at least this week, possibly more. Yeah, it's one of those things where if he does play this week and he plays well, it's it'd be so many injuries. It might it might be worth it to cut ties, trade him as oh, as a high end RB yeah. RB two, low end RB one, get the value and not have to worry about the injuries. Yeah, because I mean, the Steelers aren't making the playoffs. No, this year. At some point, he could sustain an injury that won't end his season, but they'll shut him down anyway because yeah. it's important and they're not doing anything this season. So you, Speaking to the Steelers, uh, not making the playoffs, the only reason that they lost to the, or that they beat the Dolphins by a good amount is because the Dolphins stopped trying at, starting into the second half. Right. The Dolphins were up 14-0, to zero, mm-hmm. I think 14-3 to three at halftime. Yep. I watched a good amount of that game. And if the Dolphins had kept up what they were doing, they would have won that game. So Absolutely. that's sad for the Steelers. I think there's a good chance Mike Tomlin gets fired after this season. So we'll see where that organization stands. Ooh, and what? There was an organization. I think it was the Redskins. The Redskins want Mike Tomlin. Oh, so they badly. They want him so, so badly. badly. So maybe Mike Tomlin ends up in, with the Redskins next year, I guess. I don't know that he would work for Dan Snyder, the Redskins owner, but we'll yeah, see. Sure. Um, <laughs> next, speaking of the Dolphins, Brian Flores has named Ryan Fitzpatrick the starter for the rest of the season. Uh, we've gone back and forth, and his reasoning was he gives us the best chance to win. Which is just like, why would you even say that? Like, yeah, everyone knows that they're trying to lose right. really badly. <laughs> like, uh, it's funny. Um, I think that the the tank game, which is the Dolphins versus the Bengals in Week 16, mm-hmm. is going to be a very, very exciting game just to see how badly the oh, teams absolutely. come out and play. Especially because... Ryan Finley is going to be starting for the Bengals, most likely. And I bet they turn it over to Josh Rosen for that game. Um, Plus, just like as a fan, uh, if you're a fan like I am of mediocrity in in, uh, professional sports, it's like the perfect storm. Yeah. Like to like a, a tie in football is beautiful oh, to me. It is so, so much incredible. Fun. As a fan of one of those teams, if they tie, you're so infuriated. Oh, it's awful. But, but if you remove yourself from that... Oh, it's so it's nice. so much fun. So I'm, I'm in. My prediction is that they tie that game. 0-0. Zero, 0-0. Zero. Zero, zero. That'd be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> um, last few bits. Um, just some uh, week, weekly injuries. Uh, Adam Thielen, Marquise Brown, Sterling Shepard, Chris Herndon, and Deshaun Jackson are all back at practice. That bodes well for them coming back in mm-hmm. either this week or next. And all of those guys are fantasy relevant. So Absolutely. keep an eye out. If any of them are unowned currently, put out some bids for them. Um, guys that got injured this week that aren't practicing, Matt Breda, it's not looking like he's going to play this Thursday nope. uh, against the it Cardinals. So all in on Tevin Coleman. Absolutely. Raheem Mostert's going to play a pretty big role also. I'm sure. Look his way. Um, and then finally, Miles Sanders is not practicing. Um, he sh- suffered a shoulder injury. Um I don't think he plays this week just to preserve. I mean, the Eagles want him for the playoffs. Right. Um, if they can get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into our cuts, trades, and keeps. Uh, we've got three guys at each position. Let's start at quarterback. Yeah, these, guys, these are guys that uh, 
they're on the fence of these three things. You yeah. could feasibly do any three of these options for these guys. These aren't top of their uh, respective positions. Yeah, they're at all. middling. Yeah, and most of these guys were people that we projected to be pretty good this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So QB first guy Josh Allen. Yeah, so we uh, let's name all three guys. We've got Josh Allen, Jacoby Brissett, and Kirk Cousins. What are you doing? Jeez. Um, man, I'm going to keep Josh Allen because the Bills schedule, schedule is so good. Up until the fantasy playoffs is so good. Yeah. It's so nice. And then it's, you'll have to figure out something Jets. for the playoffs. Um, but he's looked, he's been, ugh. Um, I'm going to. Cut. Well, I'm gonna see if I can trade Kirk Cousins for yep. sure. Yep. And then I guess I'll cut Jacoby Brissett. Okay. I'm. I agree. Try and trade Kirk Cousins. He has been lighting up, lighting it up right now. And if you can get any value for him, mm-hmm. quarterbacks are such an expendable asset. We've talked about them. Um, you can find someone else. Kirk Cousins was a waiver wire addition a few right. weeks ago. So, yeah. um, try and trade him for sure. Get a wide receiver three or two if you can yeah um some owners are desperate i'm sticking with jacoby Brissett. this colts offense has looked better and better every single week um i mean he threw four touchdowns against the texans two weeks ago and then right. they had the bye this week um and yeah I, I can't stick with josh allen anymore i i think that josh allen will put more points in the weeks leading up to the playoffs and for most people, it's about getting to the playoffs. Yeah, you can't that's fair. you can't focus on the playoffs until you're there. So yeah, um, I just believe more in Jacoby Brissett's floor. And if you're a good enough team that you don't want to have to worry about a quarterback putting up three points like Josh Allen could, right? Um, Jacoby Brissett's a good option for sixteen to twenty points. And then if there's a guy that you find on the waiver wire, just move on. Yeah. Um, so that's my opinion. Running backs, we have Philip Lindsay, Jordan Howard, and Sonny Michelle. Uh, so I'm gonna Man. I think I'm gonna So I'm gonna trade Sonny Michelle off the uh, wow, this he didn't have a good game last week. Uh I'm gonna man. I guess out of these three, I'll be keeping Sony because of what we talked about. The Patriots should be running the ball more coming into the playoffs and stuff. He still has, out of all three of these guys, he has the potential for the most touchdowns for sure. Yeah. I'll keep him. I'll be trading Philip Lindsay, who is the running back 12 right now in half PPR. I'll be trading him for what I can get for him because, I mean, we talked about it before we started this podcast. You think about Philip Lindsay, I would have, I would have said he was doing really poorly. Yes. Um. So trade him for some value, and uh, you're cutting. Jordan I guess Howard. I'm cutting Jordan Howard. I, that makes sense, though. Jordan Howard, I think, is he's had a couple good games recently, but and now that Miles Sanders is injured, yeah, he's pretty. That's that's where but, I'm looking. Um, yeah. What do you think? It's hard to cut one of these guys because they all have. Jordan Howard for me has to be a keep or a trade uh, because he's been pretty good recently and it's only going to get better as far as Miles Sanders is out Um, but as soon as Miles Sanders comes back I think he's earned more of the workload Um, God I do not want to cut Sony Michelle that name value is 
huge, but it's a decision you have to make. If you're sitting there and you need help at running back and I don't know, Kenyon Drake is on the waiver wire and you can't cut anyone else, there's a chance I'd cut Sonny Michelle. You cut Sonny Michelle for Kenyon Drake? Maybe. He's been so bad. Alright, you've you've said it. Yeah. You've I'm I'm gonna it. I'm gonna keep Philip Lindsay, trade Jordan Howard either after this week or now if you can. I'm gonna cut Sonny Michelle. That's disgusting. I don't, I don't let's move on. Uh <laughs> Sam's just shaking his head and making a gross face. Um, gross, man. Wide receivers. We have Robert Woods, who's currently the wide receiver 24, John Brown, the wide receiver 21, and DK Metcalf, the wide receiver 27. Okay, so I absolutely know who I'm keeping. is John Brown. Yes. No question about it. He's been so good. He's been so, so good. consistent. At least 50 yards or a touchdown in every single, every single game this season. He's been incredible. Yes. I mean, the fact that Josh Allen his, has had his ups and downs has not affected John Brown even a little bit. Not to mention... No one, know, I mean, you guys don't know this. I've never put it out there, but I am a huge Smokey Brown fan. Huge. I'm a big Smokey Brown fan. Has been forever, and it's never paid off except for like the first four <laughs> weeks of last season, and then this season he's. I didn't. Well. I didn't have him. I, I don't have him this season. And it sucks, and I can't trade for him because people like him. But I'm keeping John Brown absolutely. Yeah, I agree. And not to mention, we said about Josh Allen. The Bills' schedule looks great. It does. The next six weeks. It does. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade Robert Woods just from the name value. from the name value. I mean, if I was tr- the, here's the here's the awful thing. If I was trading for a Robert Woods or a DK Metcalf, that would be closer. It would be closer of who I wanted to yes. trade for. But yes. if I have both these guys, and I'm absolutely trading Robert yeah. Woods. You're gonna get more for him off the name value and, and the people, team. And I guess I'm cutting. DK yeah, Metcalf. which which stinks, but. I mean, he had two targets last week. Two targets, two receptions, two touchdowns. Right. So, um, that production can't keep up. Um, people are going to spend a bunch of money on DK Metcalf after you cut him, but you have to try and get something from Robert Woods. You can't yep. cut that investment. Uh, tight ends. We have Zach Ertz, who's ter- currently tight end eight. Hunter Henry, tight end 11. And Mark Andrews, tight end five. And before we do that, I'd just like to take a moment and say that even though he's on IR and has been for three, three weeks, weeks, I think three weeks, maybe four, maybe four, Will Disley is still the tight end eight. Yep. Gotta love fantasy tight ends. Over one of these guys. Yes. That we're about to talk about. Um, but Hunter Henry has also been injured. Uh, you want to go first? I, I need to think about this first. Yeah, second. so Zachary's Hunter Henry, and Mark Andrews. Um... So I'm going to. Tr- oh man, I think my. Uh, I ooh, yeah. I think I'm trading Zach Ertz. Um, yeah. I mean, it was a toss. It was either him or Mark Andrews, but Zach Ertz is going to get you a lot more. Yeah. I mean, Zach Ertz has been a huge disappointment. Dallas Goddard's been the bane of his existence, <laughs> fantasy wise. Yes. Um, it's it's just tough. It's tough if you got him in the third round, and you're gonna, which sell is where him you had to get him, sixth or seventh round running back or wide receiver. Yeah, maybe. May, I mean, maybe. like, it, you have. To, I mean, trade him, Mark Andrews. I would. 
this is what I'm going to do. I'm cutting Hunter Henry, which is sad because if you have him, you've held on to him for this long. Um, but this is something I did in real life after he got injured because I wasn't sure how long he'd be injured. He's come back and he's looked pretty good, but I can't trust the Chargers offense right now unless it's Keenan Allen um, as like my main tight end. I believe more in the season-long outlook for Mark Andrews. Sam's about to pull up some facts on me. Listen, I it's just that I'm I'm looking at what exactly Hunter Henry has done since he got back. All right, so he's played three games. Yes. Twenty eight points in the against Pittsburgh, twelve against Tennessee, and six and a half against Chicago, which yes. is a tough matchup. So I think the middle game is against Tennessee is probably the most realistic. Right. Get out of right. Him. Twelve points. I think I'm keeping Hunter Henry and, and cutting Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews. So and it's mainly because I think I, I think Mark Andrews has more potential here. I do, but he like has that. had some brutal catch, brutal drops. He has in the last two or th- two weeks coming off of injury. I want some to... awful, awful multiple game, and and Ooh. I completely agree. But this is what I want to emphasize. There's an article about Lamar Jackson that came out today, and Hunter or Mark Andrews said. I believe so much in Lamar Jackson, and he believes in me, and Lamar Jackson emphasized that claim. That's he's true. The, he's their leading receiver. I guess I would keep Mark Andrews because no matter what, he could drop a million passes, and Lamar, and Lamar Jackson, Jackson is still going to throw his way. 8 to yep. 10 to him a game. So yep. I, I'll keep, I'll keep yep. Mark Andrews. So we're in agreement on he that. He just needs to figure it out. Yeah, yeah, and he I think he will. He's so talented. He was so he, good at the beginning. Yeah, and, I think he'll figure it out. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to... I don't know how long we have to talk about each game, but we're just going to run through each game quickly. Um, let's start with the Thursday night game, San Francisco versus Arizona. How come like it's like almost never a good game on Thursday? Like, never. Do they just... It's so, weird. I don't want to say this is going to be a bad game because it's been a lot... It's, this looks a lot better than it has been on Thursday nights. Right. Um, just because it's going to be exciting. There's something, yeah, there's... I mean, this it's is two exciting, exciting teams. Uh, Kyler should have a better showing than he did last week. Yes. For sure. Um, I think you can fire up Tevin Coleman. Oh, my God. No question. And George Kittle. And George Kittle. And Emmanuel Sanders. He's going to have a great game. Um, Emmanuel Sanders might not have that great a game because of Patrick Peterson. Patrick Um, Peterson doesn't really follow people into the slot, though. That's the one thing. I don't think Emmanuel Sanders is going to be breaking off any huge plays. No, no. Uh, but <clears throat> this could be a week that you look towards Jimmy Garoppolo as a streamer. The Cardinals' defense is so I, bad, dude. Even maybe, with Patrick Peterson, maybe. the Cardinals' defense is so bad. I just that whole 49ers just, offense is going to look really good. There's a but, lot of. I mean, I would rather have either of the quarterbacks in the Detroit or Oakland matchup. Yeah, as streamers yeah, over yeah. Garoppolo. Um, on the other side of things, though, you can say the same about a lot of the Or Gardner Minshew against Houston. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, oh, I mean, the Cardinals... So, the 49ers is, performance-wise, not the best defense in the league because the Patriots have been otherworldly. Right. But uh, uh, talent-wise, they might be. Um, and I think that... That doesn't matter for this game because the Cardinals are going to have to be playing keep up. Um, um, I think it could. 
It could influence how well Kyler plays, but... Oof, it could get ugly. It could get ugly. I mean, this is an in, this is still an inexperienced QB and head coach playing keep-up up against a defense that has been playing out of their minds. That could get real. It could get ugly. The San sure. Francisco defense could be yep. looking at a 40-point game, potentially, if, the thing, if things go right in their favor. Like, fantasy point-wise. Right, right, points. right. Uh, yeah, there's there's always that possibility. Um, I I believe more in Kyler um, than I do in a lot of the other quarterbacks that the Cardinal or that the Forty ers have faced. But I agree. Let's get into <coughs> our second game, which is Houston versus Jacksonville. Um, I really I think Leonard Fournette looks good in this game. Big time now that especially now that JJ, JJ Watt is out. Peck. Yeah. Um, I think he's I mean he's getting otherworldly types of volume. Fire him up. Um, Gardner Minshew I just I mentioned earlier is uh probably going to be a pretty productive streamer. Yeah. I think this game should be pretty good. Uh, it's a rival. I mean it's a within the within conference or division. same, same division. It could be considered a rival. I mean, game. these teams don't like each other yeah. or anything, and they play each other twice a season. I mean, those division games are always uh, closer than people think yeah. most of the times. Um, I will I, the, say the, the, uh, the Texans secondary has been playing a little better than they had. That's true. Um, that's so true. Gardner could face some tough situations, but J.J. Watt's out. Uh, the pass rush is completely on Whitney Merciless now. Yep. Um and, and the Jags O line has been pretty good. Pretty this good. Season, so fire up Leonard Fournette. I can't emphasize Absolutely. that enough. Um, On the other side of things, the Jags secondary has been okay. It's been yeah. pretty good, especially considering they lost Jalen Ramsey. So I mean, you have to start DeAndre Hopkins, but feel confident yeah. in that. Um, I know people were burned by Kenny Stills last week, but you could fire him up as a flex again if you need to. He, I, I would fire him up if you're in a matchup where you're projected to lose by quite a bit. You need, you know, one of those, those boomer bust guys, those, like firecracker guys. I would put Kenny Stills in big there. time because um, he could have one so of those. This is, Will what we're saying is most of these players in this game should look okay. Yeah, I'm not super thrilled about. Carlos Hyde or Duke Johnson in this no, matchup? I mean, when are you ever? But um, Deshaun Watson, could you could be looking at another, instead of these big weeks he's been having, back to the 16 to 20 range. I, I think Deshaun Watson's going to be fine this week. Yeah. I think um, he's been just doing whatever he can to help this team win. It's been really fun to watch. And I think you could. this might be one of those games where you see him rush a little bit more. Yeah, get a little bit, yeah. maybe forty yards or something, maybe a rushing Which touchdown. Which would be great. So uh, I'm fine putting him in. I mean, you have to, yeah. you have to. Um, uh, our next game, man, what an exciting one this is going to be, and this is the Redskins versus the Bills. Yeah, um, not a whole lot here. It should be, I guess people say this all the time about the Redskins, and it, maybe it's not true the most of them. It should be a pretty one-sided affair. The Bills defense is so oh, yes. good. Um, so good, and I it, think if if Josh Allen should have a good game, which, I mean the I Redskins so, here, uh, fire up John Brown. Yep, uh, Devin Singletary, Frank looks Gore. Interesting. I um, uh, be wary. Be, okay. be wary with Devin Singletary. He hasn't been getting that many touches. I mean, he's gotten seven a game. Yeah, lost two games. He had a touchdown last week, but you know, I could see firing. Put him up in a flex. You have this to. Week. I mean, you have to. It's the um, Redskins. Yeah. So uh, the Redskins side of the ball. Terry McLaurin. Are you playing him? No. I don't want to. 
I, I, don't I think I have to in one of my leagues. Um, but, God, the Bills, the Bills secondary is the best in the NFL. Um, yeah. It didn't look like it last week. Yeah, that's yeah, true. killed by the Eagles. Yeah. Anyway, um, let's see. Darius Guys probably won't be playing he's, No, he's week. not playing. So if, Adrian, if you have to, Adrian Peterson's going to get 20 touches probably. So. Uh, but it'll be like 20 touches for like... 40 yards. 40 or 50 yeah. yards, yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I don't know that I'd start know. a Redskin. I, one of the Redskins will score a touchdown, I'm sure, but... Uh, yeah. Um, who's it going to be? I don't know. I'm not looking to start any no. of the Redskins. Our next game is the Titans versus the Panthers. Um, I think this should be a pretty good game. They said Kyle Allen was starting this game. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. Cam Newton's still not fully healthy, but it's... He's now doubtful. Right, so, right. Uh, it's either next week or the following. If he's on your waiver, you should pick him up. Absolutely. Um, in fact, I, he would be my number one priority if he's on your waiver. Big time. Yeah, yeah he's a second half um, MVP type of Right, player. right. Um, Christian McCaffrey's going to kill it again, yeah, obviously. Yeah, he'll, he'll have a good game. Um, I'm not super thrilled about... Uh, the Titans have a pretty good defense. Yeah, um, I'm not thrilled about either of the wide receivers. Not, Curtis yeah, not super, th- not super thrilled. Kyle Allen uh, not going to be picking him well. up and playing him. No. Um, on the other side of the ball, Derrick Henry, uh, I really would not play him. I mean, uh, the Carolina, you have their, to. their you have front to. eight, front seven, front is seven is so, so good, so good. I would, I might say they have the best front seven in football. Yeah, I just you know um, I would, but I, you know their secondary. I mean the secondary is pretty good, but if you're looking for a player on Tennessee, Ryan Tannehill has been playing pretty well. Look towards those Tennessee wide receivers. Yeah, Corey Davis, AJ Brown. One of them's going to have a pretty decent game because I think this game stays pretty relevant. My money would be on AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I could see either of those guys. I think it's going to be a pretty good game though. So. If you have to, I mean, this is one of those games. I'd rather start most people in this game versus people in that Buffalo Washington game, besides John Brown. That's true. That's um, true. I'd do that too. Next game, Minnesota versus Kansas City. This is a true offense versus defense. Um, um I think. I mean, I, uh, Cook's going to have a great game. Uh, Adam Thielen, if he's playing, should have a really good game against this Kansas City. I mean, if as Kirk Cousins can stay on the tear he's been on. Oh, my God. And the Kansas fire City Fire up Stephon Diggs sucks. and Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. Fire up all of them. Yeah. Heck, Kyle Rudolph might catch his one touchdown, you know. <laughs> um, uh, on the Kansas City side of things, Matt Moore's been a pretty uh, good fill-in. For yeah, he's been solid. Um, as long as Andy Reid's the coach, I heard this from someone, as long as Andy Reid's the coach of the offense, whatever quarterback is going to be competent yeah i believe it um, um and they've got those big playmakers xavier Rhodes has looked uh, pretty lackluster this great. season not as good he's yeah, kind of he's fall- lost the stuff you see it a lot with these uh cornerbacks they're so good for quite a few years and then at, it it's not really it's they usually it is wall. not a gradual decrease uh-huh. it is a brick wall a yeah. cliff uh and maybe he's fallen off it yeah. um he's he's just not looking that great um no so i'm i'm fine with you know tyree gill travis kelsey Big time. Um, and if you need one of those boom-bust guys, Mecole Hardman. Mecole he's Hardman, been, yeah. He's had some of those games. I, I, you know, you could look towards him. Um, I, I'm not excited about the Kansas City running 
No, no. Minnesota's another team with a great front seven. Yeah, wouldn't play against Kansas City running backs. Both guys are kind of injured, and neither has looked good. Um, Next game, Jets versus Dolphins. That AFC East. Fun stuff. Um, If the Jets... So, I might be one of the biggest advocates for this Jets schedule coming up. I have so many Jets. Yes. So many Jets. Yes. And I've been looking forward to this next uh, run of like five or six games where they play nobody that's won more than like two games. Um, But... Adam Gase, They've looked so bad. They've looked so bad. So... This may be the last week I'm saying this, but I'm saying it. Sam Darnold should have a good game. Jameson Crowder should should be fine. Robbie Anderson should have. Robbie Anderson should go off this next six weeks. And and here's the reason why, especially in this game, you watched that huge uh, touchdown to Deontay Johnson last week yep. on a third and twenty. As soon as the Dolphins hit there, all right, we're uh, twenty five minutes into the game. Yep. We're done playing. Xavier mm-hmm. uh, Howard gives up at about then. Robbie Anderson's going to. Robbie Anderson. He's, yeah, he's the big boom bust guy. He's going to catch. He could have two or three touchdowns. Not to mention, Le'Veon Bell should be able to run all over the Miami Dolphins. Yes. They are they're like the third worst team against the running back. He should have a great. Game. A small tangent about Le'Veon Bell before we get into our next game, uh, because I'm not going to start any Dolphin. I mean, Mark Walton if you have to, Devontae Parker if you have to, but. Yeah, Jets defense has been all right. Uh, they lost C.J. Mosley. Right. Um, but going back to the Jets side of the ball, Le'Veon Bell, of running backs who've seen 20-plus touches of their team's carries yep. in the in, per game, he is the 208th out of 211 running backs in terms of efficiency yeah. so far. And I don't think that's his fault. No, like even no, a little bit. No, that's because the Jets are bad. Adam Gase is bad. Right. Um, I think it gets better. And they tried to trade him. Um, they tried to trade Robbie Anderson too. But I mean, by the way, if if there were in these in this scenario, like they it comes out, we are trying to trade this guy. Don't worry about that. No, that's not going to affect Sam Donald wanting to throw to Robbie Anderson. No, or them giving the ball to Levin. Uh, no, that's yeah. not going to change. Anything. I think these next few weeks are going to be pretty good about this or for them. So let's get into our next game, though. Uh, we've got the Bears versus the Eagles. Yeah, um, Deshaun Jackson might be back. Uh, I wouldn't play him, but he—they're saying yeah. he's—he's. This was today was his first practice back. I'm so excited about that. You've held him. Come for on, so long, man. Come on. Um, um, Alshon, uh, I'm not excited about Carson Wentz. I'm not excited about Alshon Jeffrey here. So personal question, just actually not personal, just hypothetical. You have Carson Wentz. You have Gardner Minshew. Who are you playing, man? I'm not going to answer that question because you're playing me this week with that exact lineup. So what? It's screw just you. hypothetically. Hypothetically, I'd start nobody. I'd leave the spot blank. Actually, okay. How are you? Well, I think I'm going to start Gardner <laughs> Minshew because I'm not excited about. Carson I think that's Wentz. the right call. To be honest with you, I think um, Gardner Minshew is going to be a QB one this week, and I don't think that's where Carson Wentz is going to no. end up. On the Chicago side, no running backs until further notice. I'm playing David Montgomery. Against the Eagles defense? Yeah. They're good against the run. Oh, they're good. They're good. He had 24 touches last I week, don't man. care. What did it turn into? Like 140 yards. I'm, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Speaking of David Montgomery, if you can trade for him for cheap, I don't think you can anymore because he had that explosion last week. Um, but I'm in. 
Um, one game, and then your whole perception on the guy changes, man. I don't know. I don't believe it. Anyway, I'm out on David Montgomery. Play Allen Robinson, though. On the Chicago side of the ball, he's so good. He's so good. Regardless of, it's like DeAndre Hopkins a few years ago when he was playing with Brock Osweiler and whoever. Right. Um, he's so good that it doesn't matter, in my opinion. And if you could just do us a favor, go into your waiver wire, scroll all the way down to the bottom where Mitch Trubisky's just wallowing, click on his name and say, you suck, and then close out, leave it. Uh, just do that for me. I'd really appreciate that. Yeah. All right, our next game is Indianapolis versus Pittsburgh. What do you think? I'm playing everybody. I am also playing everybody. Juice um, Schuster, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack, James Conner, Jalen Samuel, all of it. Yeah. All of it. Uh, Besides Mason Rudolph. Yeah. I, I, this is a good Jacoby Brissett game. Pittsburgh has a good defense, but their offense, man. I, I, I'm playing everybody. I'm sticking with that. Our next game, Detroit versus Oakland. Uh, I am also playing everybody. Yeah, you talked about earlier... Both quarterbacks are great streamers this week. I'm I'm in on Terrell Williams. I'm super in on Josh Jacobs. Uh, Darren Wallace should get all the targets in the world, hopefully. So, speaking to this, Detroit, for the first few weeks, we talked about uh, as one of the best defenses, one of the most surprising defenses. Right. That has just completely disappeared in the last few weeks. Yep. They tried to trade Darius Slay. I think that's going to have a... Impact uh, impact on how he plays the rest of the season. Yep. Um, so they've turned into a quarter uh, defense to stream against, uh, and Oakland's defense hasn't been good all season. So play everybody. Um, Tampa Bay versus Seattle. Uh, I'm gonna. I mean, I. I mean, you're obviously starting the wide receivers on for the Bucks. Um, you're starting Tyler Lockett. You're starting Tyler Lockett. You're probably flexing DK Metcalf. Yep, I'm fine with playing DK. Met- I'm fine. I'm fine with anyone on Seattle. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm against Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Uh, Would I play Jameson or Jameis Winston? No. Probably not. I, I'm not. I think he'll have a Seattle's middling. I think he'll have a middling underrated. game. I think he'll have a middling game. Um, but there's. I mean, we talked about some streaming quarterbacks. There's. There's someone out there that would. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Peyton Barber and oh, what's Royce, Ronald, Jones. Ronald Jones have both looked like very okay this season. Do not play them against. Seattle. I'm not playing either of them until further notice. Just yeah, it depends on the match. If they play a cake team, there's a chance that I do. But Seattle's run defense is incredible. Don't even think about it. The problem is, uh, you'll be like, "Oh, this is an easy matchup. I'm going to play my Ronald Jones here. He should get a bunch of touches and, and go great." And then Bruce Arians hears yards. that and he's like, "No, nah, give him a Peyton Barber." Yeah. Yep. Uh, four more games. Next is Cleveland versus Denver. Cleveland is my number one streaming defense this week. Really? Because Joe Flacco is not Denver's he is quarterback anymore. Hurt. He is yeah, Brandon hurt. Allen is their quarterback. And he has been bad in in preseasons. Every time he's come out, he's been bad. The only reason they're not playing Drew Locke is because he's not fully healthy yet. Um, yeah, Cleveland man. is a great streaming defense. They have their corners back finally. Mm-hmm. Their defensive front seven is really good. Are you playing Cortland Sutton? Yeah, yeah. You have to. I mean, he's been so good, even against good defenses. Um, He's one of the, I mean, he's shown that he's one of those guys that can go up and get it even from a bad quarterback. Um, I would tamper your expectations, but... I guess so. 
Uh, I guess I'd play him. Um, Jarvis I, Landry. So he and Odell just came back to practice this today. Limited practice. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been seeing consistent targets. Both guys fire him up. All right. Um, so I guess you're firing at Baker as well. No. You have to fire up both the wide receivers. <laughs> Baker, I mean, their offensive line is just limiting everything for him. Okay. But okay. that's that's that on that. I mean, play your Philip Lindsay's and your Royce Freeman's because you have to. But that's that. Uh, let's move on. Green All Bay right. versus the Chargers. Uh, okay, I'm starting the heck out of Aaron Jones. Yeah. Um, Devontae Adams is back most likely this week. Most likely. And, I mean, if he's back, he's playing I'm playing to. him uh Aaron Rodgers lighting him up um speaking of Aaron Rodgers has been killing it we're finally seeing returns on our high draft price for him yep. but at this point if you drafted Aaron Rodgers high you're probably out of the playoffs so this just proves draft a quarterback late see if you can get Aaron Rodgers later um who else would I start uh are you starting MVS no are you starting Philip uh Rivers He's a stream. He, Green Bay defense is pretty good, but Philip Rivers can navigate that defense. If you had Carson Wentz, yes, would you pick up Philip Rivers to play? No. Okay. Um, I don't think I would either. Uh, Keenan Allen, I'm yeah, playing him. To. Hunter Henry, play him. Yep. Uh, let's see. Melvin, Melvin Gordon, Gordon and Austin Eckler. I'm playing Austin Eckler just because he's turned into a slot wide receiver, and I think that that. And there's going to be a bunch of production that comes with that. Green Bay's defensive line is super good. Yep. I, I don't know that I'm looking towards Melvin Gordon. See what else you have. If, yeah. you, if you can't find anything, I'm okay with flexing him. But, ooh. Uh, uh, New England versus Baltimore. This is going to be such a good game. Is I'm, it? I hope it is. I'm so... I hope it's a good game. I'm so excited. If Lamar Jackson can come out and play at the high level he's capable of, the Patriots could lose their first game. I'm going to say it. Oh. I wasn't gonna say it. I'm super in on the ball on the Ravens this year, mainly because of all the stock I have in Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I love the dude. Yeah, but if he plays at the level that he's shown he's capable of against good defenses, sure, sure, he's gonna they're gonna win the game. the The Patriots' offense cannot keep up. If it turns into a good, if it turns into a real good game, they can't keep up. All right, so. Obviously, so you're fine starting Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Uh, how about Mark Andrews? You're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Marquise Brown, if he's playing, are you starting him? No. You can find better boom bust guys. Mark Ingram. I think you have to with him. I, I wouldn't. if I, I'd look towards other options. Okay. okay. On the Patriots side of the ball, Sony? Uh, Sony... Uh, if you have him, I think you're playing him. Yeah. Uh, I'm higher on James White for this week, though. I would be, too. Um, uh, Julian Edelman, Edelman you're starting. Uh, would Muhammad's you play... new... No, I would no. not. Would you play Tom Brady? No. Neither would I. No. I haven't been all season, and the Ravens' defense <laughs> has looked a little bit better. All right. Marcus Peters, playing good for him. Yes. Playing better than he did with the Rams. So much better. So. It's because he's back in his man coverage, which is Right, right. Huge deal. Um, last game. Last game. Cowboys versus Giants. I'm going to turn toward the Cowboys fan. Uh, yeah. I mean, Dak, fire up the Cowboys. Amari. Dak, Amari. Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Zeke, Zeke. All of it. I mean, 
if you're in a tough situation, Tony Pollard. Uh, is, no, I would say no really? to that. I would say no to that. But the other There's is a yes. chance. I would say they're going to get Zeke. I mean, Zeke's been good, but he hasn't, you know, had the consistent greatness. Right I think they're going to give him all the work, you know, put him on Giant the side of the ball. Daniel Jones has <laughs> looked super bad. Is this? He had a great fantasy game last week, though. He did. He did. In, in real life, he has not looked good. No. Um, um, I wouldn't start him. I, I, there's a better streamers yeah, this week. I agree. The Dallas secondary is pretty good. Yeah. Um, Golden Tate. He's got a lot of targets, but Sterling Shepard could be back. I am. Sterling Shepard so, is going to be very limited. Um, and those concussions are scary, man. I guess I'm, I'm fine flexing. I'm Golden fine Tate. with flexing Golden Tate. You have to play Evan Ingram. Yep. Saquon, of course. Yeah, of course. Fire him up. Um, have a good game. Yeah, but that's it. And honestly, I would not be that surprised if this game is kind of closer. Within within ten within points. Within ten points, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's the divisional matchup. Yeah, it seems always, always good. Like that. And the Cowboys um, have kind of slowed down. I mean, they've been playing okay, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah, it'll be it'll be the Giants will score some points for yes. sure. Yeah. I think but it will so probably be Sony or not Sony uh, Saquon Saquon. Yeah, but, yeah. Well, sorry that kind of rambled on for a little bit, but we really wanted to go in detail about each game. I hope you liked this type of episode because we'll be experimenting with stuff like this. Um, We'll do some more cuts, trades, and keeps, especially as the trade deadline for fantasy gets closer. Absolutely. Um, But like Sam always says, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Give us some advice on what you want to hear. Yeah. If you have an idea for a segment, let us know. Or if you um, if you absolutely hate one of our segments or some something we do, let us know too. Yeah, and if you want trade advice, we've been trying to respond on Twitter. But if you have trade advice that you want us to talk about on the show, we absolutely will. Yeah. Um. So we love to interact with you guys. Thank you for putting up with us after a missed week. Um. But we will see you next week. We'll be back next Wednesday. All right. See you guys.